Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the NACF Podcast. On this episode, we are celebrating 12 years of ministry at New Antioch Christian Fellowship at Aliante. On today's episode, Senior Pastor Dr. Nydian Parson speaks about confidence. Are you confident of this? 1 John 5, 14 and 15 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know, he hears us. Fellowship at Aliante. Now let me tell you who I'm looking for on this afternoon. I'm looking for the party people because it is a party over here. I know y'all like uh, James already told us y'all we've been over at uh, Central and they are main campus and they are 20 years old. New Antioch is 20. But did y'all know that New Antioch has some fruit? Uh, had some babies. Do y'all know that one of them little sisters is 12 years old today? New Antioch and Eliante is 12 years old today and we are celebrating. We couldn't do it big like we wanted to. We like to give away food over here. We like cake over here. But, you know, Omicron is messing up. They don't want us to be great. And so we'll wait for the cake. But y'all gonna get y'all cake. Uh, from over here. But we have just come to celebrate, come to acknowledge this campus over here at Eliante. We are 12 years old. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We started right over here in the library, here at the Eliante Library with Bible study. In about 2009, I believe. And then we moved to Cram Middle School. And we was having service over there in the theater. And then after that, we moved over here on the corner. Right here on the corner where Carl's Jr. is at. Y'all, that was our church. Now they tore all that down and put a Carl's Jr. and a Capriotas right there. But there was a beautiful building right there. 2600 Nature Park Drive was the first New Antioch at Aliante. After that, we moved over here to 2550. Let me read our scripture. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. New Antioch at Aliante declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. Can I tell y'all that God has planned out this ministry? Can I tell you that we have, I believe, 12 ordained ministers that have come from this campus. We have five of those ministers that have gone on to be pastors and two of them that have gone on to start their own ministries. God has plans for us. He has planted us here in this community. He has prospered us. Can I tell y'all, we have never had to want for anything. The lights are on. It's nice up in here. Look, let me say, we've always had a nice building uh, over here. So much so that they called us bougie at Aliante. You're not bougie because you have nice things, because you like nice things. That's just how God has prospered us over here. And so we celebrate. 
We celebrate in the house. We celebrate in the ministry. And can I tell y'all, God is not through with the plans that he has for us. That he is still moving this campus forward. Uh, we have a few people here that are day oneers. I know that they are founders over at uh, Central Campus, at Main Campus. They have founders of the church. And I'm sure we have some founders. But today I want to know who are the day oneers. Who was at that first service? I'm not even going to go back to the Bible study. But that first service at Cram Middle School. I see you, day oneers. We was up in there, up in the school, taking in. I was stage set up, taking out. I was stage set up, setting up flowers. That's how I got bamboozled into being over here. I was tricked, hoodwinked to being here at the Aliante campus. But can I tell you that God had plans for me? He knew where, he knew where I was supposed to be, and it was over here. I just want to take a moment. I want you all to be in celebration with us. I want you to know that God is not through sending us forward. He is still prospering. He still has plans for this Aliante campus, and we're not done. There is still more ordained ministers that's coming out of this house. There is still more pastors that's coming out of this house. There is still more healed people, delivered people, saved people that are coming out of this house. There are still people that are going to meet Jesus in this house. Still people that are discovering their purpose in this house. It's going to happen right here in Aliante. And so y'all come along with us. I want you to be as excited as we are because I can't wait till 20. I don't know what those numbers are going to look like by the time we get to 20. I don't know, uh, Keith and Amber, how many pastors will be and start their own church by the time we get to 20. I don't know how many of our young adults and youth would have been raised up and now adults in the ministry by the time we get to 20. And so we are pressing on forward and we are saying, thank you, God. Now, I, I couldn't go any further without acknowledging the original day oneer. We have an original day oneer who has just stood, put this ministry on their back and said, I ain't turning back. Come what may, uh, pull the ester on us. If I perish, I perish. For this moment is why I am here. And so y'all stand on y'all feet and help me acknowledge the original day oneer, our senior pastor, Dr. Naida Parson. There is no New Antioch without her. There is no Eliante without her. There is no sunrise without her. Pastor, we thank you for being the beacon of light. We thank you for saying, you can follow me as I follow Christ. We thank you for a life poured out. For a life poured out. They're celebrating 20 over there. We're celebrating 12. And so we just have just a, a small token because y'all, we don't do anniversaries. We only do big anniversaries and, and all of that. But your, your, your homies over here, don't, don't everybody like to get something on their birthday? And so I'm like, let's get past the subject for this, for this anniversary. Come on, Eliante. Come on. And 
And so we got this for our MVP. Pastor, you are everything. Can I tell y'all that she plays all positions? That she don't back down. She go hard in the paint. She, it comes through in the clutch. There is, she play injured all the time. And then she win games. Do you know she going to put up that last three-pointer at the buzzer? That's going to be past her every time. If throw her to Hail Mary and she's going to catch it, she is the MVP. And so, Pastor, we just wanted to say thank you. Um, it's valuable. You are necessary. We need you. MVP. The 2000 year 12 MVP. Uh, huh? Uh, well, the 12th year MVP. How about that? Um, and Pastor Renee also has an envelope for you over there, Pastor. I know we don't do big, but go ahead and just have dinner on us. It's just some dinner. Just have dinner on the house, on the house of Aliante. Amen, amen, amen. We're going to move on. It is our offering time. Um, so go, thank you, Tasha. Y'all don't understand what that does for y'all. But we're going to be breaking that down here in a few months. We're going to talk all about giving and what that giving is doing for you. But on today, would you just take our word for it, for what giving does, for what tithing uh, does. It is time for our uh, tithing and offering. Um, if you are here in the house, our sanctuary attendants will make sure that you receive an envelope. Please fill it out in its entirety and then hand it back to the sanctuary attendants once you have filled it out. There's also other means to give if you are online on Facebook. Thank y'all for joining in this party, Facebook. You can um, text 77977 to New Antioch, all one word, follow the prompts. You can go to our website, newantioch-aliante.org, hit the donate button, follow that all the way through. Or you can do it through Cash App. Now, they was bugging me about Cash App. And so I need some folks to come on through for the cash app because that's extra work for us in that finance office, ain't it, Monique? Um, and so cash app is New A Aliante, dollar sign, New A Aliante. And you can send your cash app on through there like that, or you can send it in through the mail. We still receive tithes in through the mail. These are for people that are serious about getting their tithing in. And so make sure you do that. Be reminded that our rally has started every year. Thank you, ralliers. Every year, we start raising money in our rally now to help us get through the summer slump. Um, it hasn't failed that we always kind of get into a lull during the summer. And so what we decided to do years ago was start building that now and so that it would be there by the time we needed it in the summer. And so we'll have a slide up for you. But I want you to go ahead, even if you're saying, I don't have it right now. Because what we ask is for everyone to give the year. We ask you to give 2022. But the way we do it is there's tears. So if you're like, wait a minute, Pastor Sharonda, I can't give 2022, which I believe you can. I have a couple of witnesses that said, we don't have that to give. But when they asked God, God, I want to give this to the ministry. He made a way and they were able to give that. But if you're saying I can't give the 2022, then give half of that. 
Give 1,011. Give half of that. Bring it down to 505. And for our students um, that are in here, you can bring yours down to, for, to 200 for the young adults. For our children, they give $20.22. And so we make it for everybody to be able. But what we ask you to do, if you're saying, wait a minute, I don't have that today. Um, our rally ends in April. So we give you time to build it up, to do it. And so what you say is, um, Pastor Rhonda, I'm in on the rally. You text me and I will send you a number. Pastor Rhonda, I won't in. Okay, you're number three. And the only person that knows your number three is the finance office and you. And so every week we're going to put up our leaderboard because we want to see how we're doing. And so we'll see number one. Oh, number one is about 50% there. Number three is already given. Number four needs to get moving. But it kind of spurs you on. It lets you see how the ministry is doing and how we are growing. And so um, we'll post that. We'll post it on our Facebook pages just so that you have the number. But let me know. For those of you who have my number, go ahead and text me. For those of you who don't see me after church, if you are on, um, let me get the number for you guys. For those of you who are on Facebook, text this number, 702-236-2889. And just say, I want in on the rally. And then I will send you your information. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Father God. We said thank you, Lord, for what it is that you have done and are doing and will do through this ministry. God, we said thank you for how you have prospered us. Thank you for the good plans that you have for this ministry. Thank you for those who have a heart to give. Thank you for those who are taking you at your word. Bless our offering. Bless the tither. Oh, God, pour into them. Uh, without measure, God, in the name of Jesus, bless this house that we might be good stewards over that which you have given us, oh God, to govern. And we said, thank you, Lord, in advance. Thank you and happy birthday, Aliante. Happy birthday, anniversary, whatever we're going to call it. Twelve years of ministry and God has been good and I'm glad she called on the day ones. Y'all can go ahead. Amen. I've got another, I believe, a day one that just walked in. Uh, if not, it was day two or three. <laughs> I believe it was a day one. Matter of fact, that's right. Came in as the assistant pastor of New Antioch Aliante. Pastor Agatha Lambie is in the house. And I'm not sure how long she's going to be here. There's a video um, that I had queued up for the anniversary, for the 20th anniversary. Uh, but it would have really been a great day. We're going to play that before uh, she leaves or you leaving Thursday? Okay, we're not going to play it before she leaves, but we'll play it while she's gone. That um, it gives you a good glimpse of our church plant in Belize, in Dangriga. Uh, Belize, Agape International Ministries in Belize, and it's up and it's going and it's running, and um, she's doing great work down there, and that is going to be one of the other ministries. Uh, we were at 2600 when I looked at her one day and said, we're going to plant a church in Belize. I just believed it. I just knew it. 
And when I first saw her at main campus, I knew there was a pastor in her. And so think, welcome home. And you came home on the right day, on the birthday of a new Antioch at Aliante. And um, I kind of got tickled, especially looking at Ronnie and, and Sharonda. Sharonda did uh, just come to fix the stage. She's really good at, at decorating and plants and decor and atmosphere. She's wonderful at atmosphere. And I just needed her to come and um, give us an atmosphere over at the school. It's crazy because at that time, I saw the preacher in her. Uh, I saw the preacher in her at, at, uh, at her brother's uh, funeral in 2009. I knew there was a preacher in her. But I, I, who would have thought that as you were bringing flowers in, that you would be the pastor of this church? I, it, it's it's mind-blowing. I didn't see that until I saw it. <laughs> and so uh, 12 years later, who you wouldn't have thought that you'd be pastoring this church? I'm sure Pastor Ronnie, 12 years later, wouldn't have thought she'd be called Pastor Ronnie. Uh, but I knew it was going to be Pastor Agatha. That one, that was, I knew that one. Amen. And then I thought about Keith and Amber. Who would have thought when you walked in this place that you would be going with me to plant another church in Sunrise Mountain? Who would have thought it? Hi, Vince. You're home at a good day. I haven't seen you for um, since the devil started messing with you. I shouldn't say the devil was messing with you. He was in it, though. But since uh, life got tough, such a tough year, that, but you have come through. Um, and it's so good to see you. I do check on him every now and then. We do connect every now and then. But it's so good to see you and see you well. Uh, and for the two of you, while we're on pastors, I saw you pastoring the first time I saw you. So we are looking for more pastors to come from this church. This man and woman of God are also called to pastor. And that's kind of what we do at New Antioch. You find your purpose. If you stay in here long enough, you're either going to end up in the ministry, end up going back to school, or both. And most of you, it's going to be both. <laughs> and so we thank God for 12 years. This is the first time I have preached at Aliante this year. Okay, three folks is happy about that, but I am. <laughs> and so for those of you who don't know me, I am Pastor Person. You guys are in trouble for them gifts and stuff, though. They, they just so disobedient. Nah. But thank you. I appreciate that. It was beautiful. It's beautiful. I have to take a picture of it and post it. Uh, somebody will post it for me. Um, it's, uh, it's my pleasure being your pastor. We thank God for people who believed in this ministry. Not everybody did, but I knew God had spoken to me. And thank God for Pastor Linda and Pastor Agatha and some of the others who believed that God did speak to us about this side of town. And uh, the people have grown tremendously. And now we're ready for the church to grow at the same level as the people were growing. So, the, so God wanted us to have a time where the people, I mean, tremendous growth of the people that have been members of New Antioch. 
But now uh, we're moving, we want to not only have the people continue to grow at the level that they have, but then to um, bust out the walls of the place. We want to fill it up. And I know they think churches aren't going to fill up uh, in this day and time. I don't know what God's going to do. So whether they're online, whether they're virtual, whether they're sitting in this building, we still are going uh, to increase and expand the kingdom. But I just believe it's going to be in this building. I believe we're going to go to two services in this building. If we got a social distance, we have to we might have to social distance three times a day. But God is going to continue to save. He's going to continue to change people. And he's going to continue to help people find their purpose right here at New Antioch at Aliante. Amen. So let's do a little bit. We've been talking about our theme all month. Uh, and God just gave me a piece of that to talk about today. We're going to Hebrews uh, chapter 10, verse 19. Then we're going to go to verse 23. Then to verse 35 through 39. And then we'll jump back over to our theme scripture for the month in Philippians 1 and 6. It will be there for you on the screen. Uh, let's read together. Therefore, brothers and sisters, I need y'all to get happy about the word when y'all read it, though. It's some good stuff. In case I don't get to it, just get happy in it. Let's do it again. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, verse 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Verse 35, so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. I want to be three people that believe the word. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And by my righteous one will, but I'm sorry, but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Philippians 1 to 6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Our topic this afternoon is, are you confident of this? Are you confident of this? So our theme for the 20th anniversary of the House of Antioch is partnership, confidence, and completion. And we've talked about all of it all month long. Today, though, I want to focus on the confidence part today. Because what I've been noticing is that one of the things that's hindering our church family, and perhaps some of you that are listening uh, out there on live stream, the thing that seems to be hindering the children of God is a lack of confidence. You're just not sure. 
you feel like God is calling you to a direction or an action or a goal or a relationship or a ministry or to some of you, it's to make a major change. There's some people that are in this room right now that God is leaning on to make a major change, but you're just not sure. You feel like you should speak up. You feel like you should go pray for that person. You feel like you should start that project, but you're just not sure. I think I can do this. I think it would be good. I want to be this. I want to be that, but I'm just not sure. So you hesitate. Procrastinate. You ruminate. You pontificate. Because you're just not sure. You're afraid to move when you're not sure. You're paralyzed in place when you're not sure. You walk soft, timid, tentative. You stay quiet when you're not sure. Well, we're going into a a new year yet again. That should have been a praise break right there. You're going into a new year yet again, and we are looking for something to be different. Am I in the right room? Is there anybody that's looking for something to be different? Or unless we're, at least we're hoping for something to be different. I'm looking for better health. I'm looking for weight loss. I'm looking, uh, uh, for somebody here, you're looking for better finances. Anybody looking for finances to be better? Somebody's looking for a better marriage. I know you can't say that out loud, but uh, just look straight at me. Somebody's looking for a better marriage. Somebody is looking for better outcomes for their children. That Somebody is in school, you're looking for better grades. Some of you are looking for better relationships. I need to cut some people out of my life and put some better people in my life. I'm looking for better relationships. Some Somebody in business is looking for some better business outcomes. Am I in the right place? Because we are leveling up after all. Let me see if we're leveling up. New A. New A. New A. But what? You want me to do that again? They got to do it right. New A. New A. No way, I feel like I'm leveling up. But what makes you think this will be any better? What makes you think this will be any better? What makes you think this year is going to be any better? What makes you think this marriage, some of you on a new marriage, but some of you it's the old marriage, but you're still hoping it's going to be better. What makes you think this marriage will be any better? Some of you, we doing some switching up. You was at Jenny Craig, now you're at Weight Watchers, and then you're at system. But what makes you think this diet? Vegan. Pescatarian. What's the other one? <laughs> I've said it right. And vegetarian. What makes you think this is going to be any better? Some of you switched up doctors trying to get better, but what makes you think this doctor 
is going to be any better. Maybe after I have this surgery, what makes you think this surgery? It's going to be any better. What makes you think this relationship is going to be a better? Parents, what makes you think this kid is going to be any better? This position, this, this job, this boss. Why do you think this economy is going to be any better? Some of you are coming back from tragedy. And last time I came back from a tragedy, I didn't do so well. But what makes you think your comeback this time is going to be any better? Some of you have moved to Las Vegas. What makes you think this city is going to be any better? Some of you have moved churches. Now you're at our church. Uh, some of you have left my church and you're going to another church. What makes you think this church is going to be any better? Some of us are switching up strategies. Let me do something different. But what makes you think this strategy? is going to be any better. My husband got this saying about his this time. This is my this time. This time. This time. He had relapsed before. He messed up before. He went back to jail before, but this time. He said this is his this time. And the question is, what makes you think this time will be any better? What makes you think this will be any better? Confidence. confidence. That's what makes me think that this is going to be better. Confidence. Confidence. C-O-N F-I-D E-N-C-E C-O-N is a prefix that means with. F-I-D comes from the word fidelis which means faith or faithful and E-N-C denotes an action a state an instance a condition or a quality. So confidence means with faith as an action. With faith as a state. With faith as a stance. With faith as a condition. With faith as a quality. So I like to call it confidence is with faith stand. Confident. Assured, certain, standing on it, no doubt in my mind, settled in my spirit. Are you confident of this? Our problem is with our lack of confidence. Some of you have a vision, but no confidence. Some of you have a dream. Holler out to Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King weekend. I'm living the dream. I don't know about some of y'all. But I'm living the dream. You have a dream, but no confidence. Some of you got a great idea, but no confidence. You got a goal, but no confidence. You got a wish. You have a desire, but no confidence. You pray and you hope about your kids. You pray and you hope about your marriage. You pray and you hope about your health. You pray and you hope about your finances. You're praying and you're hoping about that college degree. You're praying and you're hoping about that ministry. You're praying and hoping about those abilities. You're praying and hoping about that business, but you have no confidence. But today... You all have to move on. You have to try again. Who am I talking to? You have to try again. You have to try again. 
You can't get stuck here. You can't stop here. You can't post up at the corner of what's the use and might as well. You can't sit here and die emotionally and financially and physically or even spiritually. I've got to get you moving today. i got to get you motivated to do what you know you've been called to do, to be what you know you're being called to be. And the only thing that makes us believe that this is going to be better is confidence. Are you confident of this? Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is literally at the center of confidence. Confidence. Faith is at the center of confidence. With faith stand. With faith move. With faith speak. With faith act. Do you have faith in any of this? Are you confident of this? Well, what does the Bible say about confidence? Write these down. First John 5, 14 and 15. Especially this prayer team. And Aliante has the most outstanding prayer team. What does the Bible say about confidence in prayer? Look at this. First John 5, 14 and 15 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know, he hears us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. If he, if it's in his will, he hears us. If he hears us, we have. We come into prayer confident about what we say in prayer because we are praying according to his will. We are praying what we know he already wants to do. We're praying with, through the Holy Spirit what he already said he's going to do. So if I'm praying what he wants to do, I know he's hearing me. Oh, I hear. Oh, there's some things I wanted to do for Eliante. There's things I wanted to do in Dan Grega. And now they're praying what I want to do. They that makes God perk up and hear you. And he said, if he hears you, you have. Somebody say, if he hears me, I have. It's confident in prayer. Psalms 27 and 3. Confidence in trouble. David said, though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. The war break out against me. Even then, I will be confident. Well, it's good to me, Rem BJ. Stuff coming at you. Stuff going on. That's what happened to you the other week. War broke out. That's what's going on in your life. War broke out. That's what's happening in your marriage. War broke out. That's what's happening in your mind. War broke out. That's what's happening in your body. War broke out. That's what's wrong with your money. War broke out. Then the Bible says, even if war breaks out against me, even then. If I get a pink slip, even then. 
They cut off all this government help even then. If I get sick in my body even then. My kids start tripping even then. I will be confident. It's confidence in trouble. Psalms 27, 13. Ten verses later, he had confidence in his outcomes. <laughs> this is good. He said, I remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm not talking about pie in the sky by and by. I'm talking about pound on the ground while I'm still around. I'm talking about ham where I am. I will see. I'm confident. I'm confident, Liz. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Whew. What does the Bible say about confident the, our text is Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 it says therefore brothers and sisters since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus holler out mother woods the blood of Jesus you see and in and, 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 uh, and this church our, our co-pastor does a lot of teaching on the on the tabernacle, where the most holy place is where the presence of God was. And everybody could not go to where the presence of God was. But he's saying uh, in Hebrews, he said, now because of the blood of Jesus, we can have the confidence to enter where we weren't allowed before. That I can get up in the morning and enter the most holy place of God. Because of the blood of Jesus, I can walk right up to the throne of God in confidence. And so since that's the case, he's saying, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. You can't swerve. Somebody said you can't swerve. Yeah, y'all remember that old stupid game called chicken. In a game called chicken, two idiots would get in their cars and speed toward each other, setting up a head-on collision. The first one to swerve was chicken. Now, if you were confident that you were braver than your opponent, then you would refuse to swerve. Uh, you had to be able to convince them that you were crazier than they were and that you were determined to prove that you were not chicken even if it cost you your life. But if you were not sure that you were crazier than them, if you're not sure that you were willing to die to prove it, if you weren't sure that you really weren't a chicken inside, then when you got right to the point of, before the point of impact, you would swerve. 
Well, the writer of Hebrews was speaking to a congregation of those who used to be Jewish and now they're Christians and it's costing them their livelihoods and they were being persecuted and some of them were put to death. And he, so he's saying, look, even though this is hard for you, even though it might cost you, I need you to get the right perspective on this. Understand that the devil is playing chicken with you and you can't swerve. Well, the reason you don't swerve is because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. The reason we don't swerve is that God caused, promised you that uh, you are going to have victory. The God that promised you victory is faithful. So we don't swerve. So imagine this game of chicken. The devil is coming at you. And you're coming at the devil. Fear is coming at you. And you're coming at fear. Intimidation is coming at you. And you're coming at intimidation. Failure is coming at you. And you're coming at failure. Yes, the enemy is coming at you. And you're coming at the enemy. And the impact may hurt you, but you can't swerve. Be confident of this. Why? Because, y'all got my pictures ready? Because he is driving that. And you are driving this. For those who can't see, the devil's driving a little, little bitty smart cars. I call them driving caskets. You already in your casket driving up there. And you are driving a Mack truck. So why would you swerve? You can't swerve. He's driving a smart car. You're driving a Mack truck. You can't swerve. Be confident because the one who promised you, the one who the most holy place that you had access to, the one who is going to reward you is faithful. He will come through. He has this under control. He is the Lord God strong and mighty. He is the Lord God mighty in battle. He is the sovereign God of the universe. He is always on time. He is faithful. He is perfect in his execution. He never misses a deadline. He is faithful. Either you believe that or you don't. If you believe that, you're confident. And you're going to get behind the wheel of your life. You're going to get behind the wheel of your goals. You're going to get behind the wheel of your dreams. You're going to get behind the wheel of your vision. Put your foot on the gas. Accelerate and hold your position. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we possess. For he who promised is faithful. You can't swerve. Tell somebody you can't swerve. Now you know, good preaching make other people want to preach. Uh, so they, 
Central didn't get all of this because we had a different program today. So y'all getting more than, than what this morning. But they did get this part about you can't swear. And, and so they decided to help me preach. I said, that's good. When I get to Aliante, that's going to be in the message. Those of you that know anything about Mack trucks, it's going to tear up everything if a Mack truck swerves. Am I right, brother? You can't swerve a Mack truck. If you swerve, they tell me it'll flip it over. If, if that swerve, it's going to spin out. If they swerve, you're going to tear up everything. The reason a little smart car can swerve is because there's very little damage if it swerves. So you need to hold your position against the devil. The devil can swerve in and out. And he, don't, he ain't that much of nothing. So he can swerve in and out and ain't no damage. But when God has anointed and appointed you and you are on that highway, you can't swerve. There's too much at stake if you swerve your kids are at stake if you swerve your health is at stake if you swerve the ministry is at stake if you swerve pastor Sharon when they told me this I thought about you at this level of ministry you got too many folk on that truck with you you got too much anointing you got too much power you are a man truck that you can't swerve at that you can't swerve it's gonna cause too much damage you can't swerve it made me think about it 20 years of ministry People always pat me on the back because I stuck in here, because I hung in here. It wasn't, it wasn't easy. It was hard. It was difficult. But you know what? I understand it now. I was driving a Mack truck. I can't swerve, devil. So if you stay and play chicken with me, I can't do nothing but run you over. I can't swerve. So either you get out of my way we gonna run you over so let me say that right now loud and clear New Antioch and Aliante is a Mack truck. Devil, you ain't nothing but a smart car. You got two alternatives because we ain't swerving. So either you gotta get out of our way or we gonna run you over. Somebody need to say that to their family. I'm coming out of this with my family. So devil, get out of my way or I'm going to run you over. I'm coming out of this with my marriage. So get out of the way or I'm going to run you over. I'm coming out of here with my health. I'm coming out of here with my finances. I'm coming out of here with a same mind, with a sound mind. So either devil, you got two alternatives. Get out of my way or I'm going to run you over. That was for free. Somebody holler, you can't swerve. So the Bible goes on to say, so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. 
You need to persevere. So that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. And then he begins to quote the Old Testament. He's saying, just a little while, he who is coming will come. And he will not delay. He said, my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. And then he makes a bold statement to them. He said, but we do not belong to those who shrink back. And are destroyed, but those who have faith and are saved. We don't shrink back. We don't shrink back. We don't go backwards. We don't retreat. We don't scare off. Uh, Some of you have the unction to move forward. But you get there and you shrink back. You get there and you panic. You get there and you get afraid of the fight. You get there and you fear failure. You fear rejection. You're afraid of getting hurt. Half of you, the problem is you're afraid of being embarrassed. Or you fear that the, the effort it takes. You know, some of us are just afraid of hard work. I ain't even going to go there, Keith, but some, some of them, the problem is, sir, they just afraid of hard work. You're afraid of the effort that it takes. You fear what the devil is saying to you. He tell you stuff. He's in a smart car hauling stupid stuff. Because he know that you don't realize you in a Mack truck. So you get afraid of what the devil has to say. You fear what your flesh has to say. You don't want that wrestling in the middle of the night. You don't want to say, I'm going to be celibate till I get married because you're afraid of what your flesh is going to say. You're you're afraid to say, I'm going on this diet. I'm getting ready to lose this 25, 30 pounds. You don't say that because you're afraid of what your flesh is going to say. I can stay there about 15 minutes. You won't stop smoking because you're afraid of what your flesh is going to say. You won't stop drinking because you're afraid of what your flesh is going to say. So you shrink back. So amongst these Hebrew Christians, Rev. B.J., there were those who loved their earthly life more than they loved their eternal life. They loved comfort. And they love that ability to just get by. So they stopped saying that name. They stopped calling on Jesus. They started acting Jewish again. (laughs) Somebody is starting to act Jewish again. (laughs) Okay, let me break it down. Somebody's starting to act sluttish again. You're starting to act hoish again. You're starting to act 
thuggish again. You're starting to act mean again. You're starting to act foul again. Some of them, some of them started to act Jewish again. And that might be a new thing. And they just, just, just look at them next time, y'all. And just say they, they're acting Jewish again. No, they, they, that's not anti-Semitic. It's, it's a play on words. Y'all be all right. And some of them left Christianity altogether. And the, and the Bible says that those who do that will be destroyed. Meaning, y'all, look, it's Jesus or it's hell. But for you, it means that you're never going to experience what God has for you. Because I don't expect that you're going to leave Christianity and go to hell. But if you do leave Christianity, that's where you're going. But, but, but for most of you, shrinking back means that you won't be effective. You won't be successful. You won't be significant. Some of you, shrinking back means you're going to lose your health. Your health is not going to be sustained if you keep getting to the point where you're doing the right things about it and you start shrinking back because of what your flesh have to say. Some of you are going to, you are going to lose your marriage if you keep shrinking back. Some of you are going to lose your children. So you can't keep all this mess around your children and think it's not going to affect them. If you don't make this change, if you keep getting to there where God wants you to be and then you keep shrinking back, you are going to lose your children. Some of you are going to lose your influence. You're going to lose your chance, your opportunity. You're going to lose your anointing. So the Bible says, do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. So, Pastor, where do I get this confidence again? Partnership brings confidence. Who you're partnered with is the source of your confidence. <laughs> it depends on who you're with. Depends on who you're on your team, who's on your team. You get a whole lot of confidence depending on who you got on your team. I, I, I preached a message years ago called, it depends on whose hands it's in. It's a message I stole from another preacher, but it, I preached it anyway. Depends on whose hands it's in. And, and it is, it's sort of like this. A basketball is about $14.99 in my hands. But it's, 41, it's $41 million a season in LeBron's hands. A football is worth about $17 in my hand. But it's worth about $33 million a season in Aaron Rodgers' hand. It depends on whose hands it's in. A paintbrush is about worth $2 in my hand, but it's worth about a $450 million in Leonardo da Vinci's hand. It depends on whose hands it is. Well, guess what? My life ain't worth a plug nickel in my hand. But when I partner with God, when we walk this walk together, when we share the same goals, when we're looking at the same things, I feel like I'm driving a Mack truck. When his love uses my heart, when his power uses my hands, when his words uses my mouth, when his resources use my business, when his purpose uses my marriage, when his agenda uses my parenting, when his presence uses my my body that partnership brings me confidence I can walk in faith 
I can speak in positivity. I can pray in expectation. I can do business believing. I can achieve boldly. I can fight victoriously. I can live abundantly. I can minister effectively because partnership brings confidence. Depends on whose hands is in. And then confidence brings completion. Y'all, we will finish this thing. We will get people saved. We will get people healed. Marriages and families will be stabilized. Rene, our agencies, our community services will expand the kingdom. Our church will be a growing, vibrant, powerful family. We'll be an army of believers who bring people to Christ, change, and purpose. Partnership brings confidence. Confidence brings completion. Are you confident of this? Now, something God added for me this morning He said, partnerships are also made of people who've partnered with God. Power partners. I talked about in a message a little while back. Power partners. Those are those of people who hear what God said to you and it resonates with them. So they come into agreement with you. Those are also the partners. So you partner with people who believe God just like you. So not only is our partnership with God, but as our partnership with people who are partnered with God. And they become power partners. And Elizabeth and Mary were power partners. They had, they, she heard Mary's prophecy and it resonated with her prophecy. Elijah and Elisha were power partners. Moses Aaron, Miriam, Caleb, her, Joshua, power partners. And so, who are your power partners? Who has God connected you to? Because partnership brings confidence and confidence brings completion. Are you confident in this? And so we started this ministry 20 years ago. With six women, women, six rem sisters, three, one, three of them weren't even reverends yet. Six women, Sonia, Regina, Joyce, Erica, Tara, Naida. Six women who believed what God said. 20 years later. Pastors, preachers, one church, three locations. Because partnership brought confidence and confidence brought completion. The six women by the first Sunday in January 2002 had become 15, 16, 20 people. Two or three years later, it was over 100 people outgrew every facility until in 2010 on this third Sunday we had to start a second church 
Are you confident of this? Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You never fail. Pastor Saranda, if you can get five more people. I had six. That believe what God said to you concerning Aliante. Who are your power partners? You don't need a whole lot. Just need the right ones. Agatha. If you got five more people, y'all gonna be like me, just six. That believe what God said to you. Amber and Keith, we can do it with six. Cepedas, you can do it with six. And whoever else has a call on your life, an agency, a ministry, a business, all you need is to partner with God and get you a few folks that God's going to give you that'll walk with you before Jesus is God in the flesh. But before he got out there, he found him some partners who heard his message and it resonated with them. And his confidence brought completion. So today I need to pray for people who are ready to move in confidence. Are you confident of this? This is not a time to be unsure. Baby, you got a Mack truck. You can't be unsure. I want you to come to the altar because the altar is the place where you meet God and you make covenant. And if you come this morning, you're coming to say, this afternoon, you're coming to say, God, I hear you. And I'm walking in confidence that I know this is going to be better. This is going to be different. This is my time. And I'm coming to say yes. I'm not going to lay hands on you. I'm not. I'm going to pray over you, but I'm not going to pray for you. You're going to come to the altar to tell God, yes, I hear you. I'm confident of this. I'm confident of this very thing that he who's begun a good work in me is going to carry it on to completion. And I say, yes, if that's you, meet God at his altar. Give yourself a little social distance, but meet God at this altar and tell him, God, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to do this, whether it's ministry, whether it's family, whether it's an agency, whether it's a business, whether it's your health, whether it's your mental health, whatever it is. God, I'm coming to say yes. I'm coming to say I am confident of this. I know you won't feel me. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, they have come to your altar to meet you and to say yes, to say I am confident of this, to have a conversation with you, to say I'm moving with you, God. I'm connected to you. 
I'm partnering with you. I am confident. I'm confident that I'm going to change my life. I'm confident that I'm going to be anointed. I'm confident that I am powerful. I'm confident that I am free. I'm confident that I am called. I'm confident that I am anointed. I'm confident that I will be wealthy. I'm confident that I will be successful. I'm confident that I'm coming to say yes. I'm coming to be confident. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great is your faithfulness. He's faithful. The one who promises faithful. Are you confident of this? Are you confident? You never fail. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. Those who are listening, I'm still in your I pray for them where they are in their car, in their home, at their job. God, let confidence stir up in them right now in the name of Jesus for you had them hear this word to build their confidence we will not swerve we will not throw away our confidence we'll finish where we start we'll finish what you started we'll let you finish what you started in our life and God we thank you in advance I see it I see my vision I see my completion. I see my health. I see my strength. I see my house. I see it. I see souls saved. I see churches filled. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it, God. And I thank you. And I thank you. I've seen you move, you move the mountain, and I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way when there was no way, and I believe I'll see you do it again. I've seen you move, you move the mountain, and I believe. See you do it again. You made a way when there was no way, and I believe I'll see you do it again. I've seen you move, you move the mountain, and I believe I'll see you do it. 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 I'll see you do it.
not saved today. You need to accept God for the first time. You need to get in on this thing. You need to get in on this partnership with Jesus Christ. Just pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I receive you into my heart. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. And I'll serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, thank God for saving me. Amen. If you believe that prayer, if you believe it in your heart, we believe that you've been born again. If you're in this building right now and you said that prayer and you've accepted the Lord, either rededication or for the first time, just raise your hand where you are. We'll come to you. We have a prayer for you. Amen. He gets saved. He says, all right. He can be saved back there. <laughs> and there's a book I want you to have that'll teach you what your next steps should be called Salvation 101. If you're listening by a live stream, then, or if you're listening to the recording later, just put in those comments uh, that uh, you accepted the Lord today, that you're now in relationship with God, and you need a church home. We would love to be your church family. It's going on over here. There's God is changing lives here in this place. We'd love to be your church family. Or you can go to nuantioc-aliante.org. Go to the connect button. We'll get you into a Bible study. Those of you that in sanctuary can do that as well we'll get you into a community group we'll get you it's connected to the church uh, and if you would like to join new antioch today it's a great time it's a we could love we would love to have a little birthday present today to somebody say i'm ready to connect to this ministry anybody that need a church home that's ready to join new antioch just raise your hand and amen and they'll come to you and again if you're on the live stream if you would just uh, put it in the comments. We would love to have you be a part of our church family. Amen. 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 Uh, again, thank you for the gift. Thank you. Um, it's about Aliante. Why y'all got my picture on there? <laughs> uh, again, happy birthday. Happy anniversary to Aliante. 12 years uh, in this ministry, and God has been amazing here. Amen. Um, we already yelled at our, our day ones. Um, um, it is, uh, we hollered out, it's Martin Luther King weekend, and thank you. Um, we live in a dream. We appreciate that. If you do want a refund for um, the gala, we're going to do it at another date, but if you want your refund, you have to get in touch with me so I can send you that money back. Other than that, I'm going to start a list for everybody that's already paid uh, going forward. Um, we do have merchandise for our 20th anniversary because the House of Antioch is 20 years old. We have cups. We have T-shirts. Uh, cups are $10. We have T-shirts for 20 We have masks for 10 And now we have a flash drive. On the flash drive are 20 messages for 20 years. I think they might have stuck an extra message in there. Um, there there's 21 messages for 20 years, our 20th anniversary. They go back to 2005. They're just old messages that we pulled. Um, there are different folks on there. I think most of them are me, though. Um, and so that's $20. So we have the flash drive. And so you can just listen to some of it. Because New Antioch is known for good word. Y'all have some good word in this house. I go back and look, listen to that stuff and say, that's a good word right there. Um, and so you can get that as well. 
uh, to commemorate uh, the 20 years, just have some word that you can use throughout your own uh, personal worship time. Uh, Kingdom Academy is starting February the 7th. Uh, we have this thing worked out now. So you can go to the dash kingdom dash academy.org the dash kingdom dash academy.org and you can register for your classes we are teaching dealing with people's god's way uh effective communication new testament the gospels and acts uh leadership 101 old testament history and overview and then the five-fold ministry, those are the classes that we're teaching six weeks for $60. Go to the Kingdom Academy, the-kingdom-academy.org, and uh, go ahead and register. Classes start the week of February the 7th. Our dance team, you have that one up, is having an open enrollment. Uh, our dance ministry, so it's both my ministry and praise dance ministry. Uh, contact Sister Chantel. That's going to be on the 22nd, uh, which is this Saturday uh, from 12 to 2. Uh, so those of you that are interested in dance, uh, ages 4 and up, uh, you all can do that. Um, the Leadership Advance Conference. We are ready for our Leadership Advance Conference. It is mandatory for servant leaders, ministers, pastors, and ministry directors. It is the 27th through the 29th. It's not a surprise. We have it the same week every year for the last 19 years, and it's always mandatory. Uh, but we will do it virtual. Uh, so there will be service on a set, uh, Thursday night, then all day Friday, a Friday night speaker, and then all day Saturday. Uh, so you'll be able to go to the House of Antioch uh, later this week and register for the Leadership Advance Conference. We're going, we got a few surprises for you. We're going to make it wonderful uh, for you, even though it's virtual. We did virtual last year and it was amazing. We did a TD Jakes conference virtual and it was amazing. You don't have to be there. It's not quite the same, but it's, it's good uh, fellowship and it's good information and good ministry. And so we are having the Leadership Advance Conference. Put it on your calendars. Um, I see Joy, you going to school? You going back to school this week? I'm, did, were you guys there this morning? I looked for Joy and Destiny and all the people that's coming back when I saw you. Anybody else going back to college this week? Amen. Amen. Just stand up, Joy. We do want to pray for them. So Destiny's going back and your baby going back, James. Oh, he go. She's going back this week as well. Um, and Jessica, so let's pray for them. Uh, uh, Pastor Sharana, just lay hands uh, on what well, you can lay. Her mama right there. She got some anointing. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we're lifting up all of our college students. God, we're so grateful that we can say we got college students. Amen. God, we're just thankful. So for all of those that are going back to school, that are traveling back down south, that are traveling back east, that are traveling, God, we ask you to give them traveling mercies. Keep them safe. Keep them safe from the virus. Keep them safe, God, on their campuses. Keep them safe from the weather. God, in the name of Jesus, put arms of protection around them. God, we're looking for this year to be better, this year to be wonderful. 
this year to give her favor. God, touch Joy right now and give her favor where she's going. God, touch Janiah. God, touch Jessica. God, touch uh, Destiny. All of those that are in school, God, bless them, touch them, anoint them, and keep them in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So proud of you, honey. So proud of you and all of our students. Amen. That is our service for today. Pastor, did you have anything else you want to do? That is our service for today. Amen. We are going to get you out here safely. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for another service. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power. We thank you for the power of our praise team today. We thank you for the power of the word. We thank you for the power of the prayer. We thank you for changing lives in the name of Jesus. Now, God, we lift up for all of us as you send us out. God, that we will find that just one. In the name of Jesus, God, we're asking you for divine appointments. God, open our ears. Open our eyes. Let us see who you want to save in the name of Jesus. We thank you for 12 years at New Antioch at Aliante. God, this time next year, we'll be bursting at the seams. God, this time next year, we'll be continuing to change lives. God, lift us up. Anoint us. Push us. God, let us believe. We just have confidence that this year will be better. In Jesus' name, send us out into our week and bring us back at the appointed time. Amen and amen. Amen. Don't forget our merchandise that's out there. Um, and we're going to leave one at a time. Please, you all, mask up, wash up, back up, and pray up, all right? And let's stay safe. God bless you. I love you so much. Amen. We're in the hands of our sanctuary attendants at this time. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus. Or for Central Campus, it's New Antioch Central at 77977.